Florida State fans, would you be happy if the Knowles moved out of the ACC to the Big Ten or to the Southeastern Conference? You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into another episode of Locked on Seminoles. I'm your host, Brian Smith, and I thank you very much to all the everydayers that make this a great show. Thank you for coming back and checking us out. You can get your podcast wherever you like to get them. Odyssey, whether it's on Apple, whether it's Spotify, or you can get it on YouTube and many other places all for free. Part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Today, I thought I'd take a little bit of a break from the Florida State Virginia Tech Talk, and I wanted to discuss something that's been on my mind for a while. I just wanted to get some more information before I really started to break it down and go into the things that I'd heard, what my own personality kind of tells me and my experience, and that is Florida State in conference realignment. This isn't about the grant of rights and all of the legal stuff. This is personal, period. This is about the opportunities for the young men and women that represent Florida State to go into another conference, what it would be like culturally, whether it would be good for them academically in terms of travel, et cetera. It's a very big box discussion. But again, I'm leaving out the grant of rights, whether they can or can't. This has zero to do with that. This is whenever it happens. I think it's kind of obvious and the writing is on the wall. At some point, Florida State will no longer be a part of the Atlantic Coast Conference. Just my opinion. So maybe I'm wrong on that, but I don't think that I am. So uh, before we get started, I'm going to pay some bills here. Uh, eBay Motors is today's sponsor. Locked On is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a part, a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So with for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay's guaranteed fit, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. So let's just talk a, a kind of generally here. This isn't going to be a stat show like I normally do, a recruiting show or breaking down a specific player. This is big box FSU, Atlantic Coast Conference, Big Ten, SEC. Those are the three in question. Segment two will kind of get into a little bit more with what it means with rivalries and how some of that could be formed and some things change, but you would also lose some, that kind of stuff. And then finally, what it's like for the fans, uh, for the coaches that are at Florida State now. Would they want to come in the future with that much travel? There's a lot of stuff going on. So let's let's start with this. First off, Cal, Stanford, SMU are coming. Just want to get that out of the way. I don't really know how I feel completely about that situation. However, it is at least unique that the, the people involved from the training staffs, the coaches, the players, the parents – it get to experience something different. Dallas and the greater San Francisco area will be the two primaries. That's cool. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't have a great opinion one way or the other about it because there's big negatives and big positives on both directions. So I'm not really sure what I think yet. With that being said, I do want to talk directly about the Southeastern Conference and the Big Ten. Here's, here's my thought. Florida State fits 10 times better in the Southeastern Conference just due to the obvious. Proximity and culture. Those are huge factors. 
Florida State is in northern Florida. It is in Tallahassee. It's about 30 minutes from Georgia. It's not much further to the state of Alabama. It's in that little pocket there in the corner of all three states. I don't think Florida State belongs in the Big Ten, but there is an outside chance that could happen. How that works is all, again, I don't want to get into it, grant of rights, money, uh, all the entities that are involved, like credit card companies, everything else, talking about, well, if you got this team into your conference, we would give you this one. I'm not getting into that. I'm just talking about the logistics of the players, coaches, fans, et cetera. So what is it about the opportunity to play in the SEC that would be good beyond football? Football is self-explanatory here. Obviously, you're competing at the highest level because it's not really questioned over the last 20 years it's been the best league. This is the first time in a long time that I'm not sure if the SEC is the best conference and probably is. I would take back 12 because the quarterback play is just through the roof. But they still may not have a team that makes the Final Four because they're all going to cannibalize each other. But that's a story for another day. Culturally, though, the road trips would be great. Doesn't matter sport, basketball, baseball, women's volleyball, it doesn't matter. It would be fantastic. You would have incredible television opportunities. Your games would be televised across everywhere, just like they are now, and then probably promoted even more. Because let's be honest, ESPN really pushes the SEC. It's not, not really in question. And I also think that it could help recruit in any sport. Again, I'm not just talking about football here. We're talking about Florida State and the SEC across the board. Baseball is really good in the SEC. Florida State's got a really good baseball coach. Tried to elevate the program back up to elite status. This is something that they could, just as an example, they could benefit. Not that the ACC is not good at baseball. It certainly is. But they're, they're not going to lose anything. And I think it would be that way across the board. As for the Big Ten, here are my concerns. Culturally, it's a terrible fit. Terrible. I, I grew up in the Midwest. The Midwest and the Deep South are just completely different. How it works. And I don't know how much the fans would travel. How expensive would it be for like the regular Florida State fan? He might go to Atlanta and make it a little trip for his family. But going all the way up to like Ann Arbor, Madison, Wisconsin, State College, PA, etc. Those just aren't realistic. They're not. So it's not good for the fans, which means the parents, it's not as great for. The players got to travel more. That's not good for them academically, some of that kind of stuff. So I'm not as not as keen on that. Is it a, an atrocity? No. I mean, like Cal going across the country to play at Miami in anything, to play at Florida State, to play at North Carolina, to play at Duke, to play at Virginia, to play at Boston. I mean, the ACC is broad enough as it is and yet you're going to add those schools. So if you want to talk travel, it's already kind of crazy. But I would imagine Florida State's like anybody else, they're going to do what's best for them. And some of the pieces that are moving aren't going to impact everybody evenly. And as they say, that's just life. So unfortunately, that that's part of it. Um. I wish there was more that we could really understand at this point, but it does. And again, I'm not getting into it. It does come down to the numbers to finalize whether it's a good idea. Can you really help your student athletes off the field? Is there a fund or something that would come with it where they're given some money or something after college, if they don't go pro in sport to help them start a business? I mean, there's just so many questions financially that I don't have a clue about. And I'm not going to try and guess that I'm going to leave it alone. I'm just going to leave it alone. But at the same time, I do have pause, and I think that 
everybody should, because when you change cultures, when you change conferences, there's a lot of concern. So that's that's something I, I and I'll get into the rivalries in the money a little bit more in segment two. Um, that that's that's my concern overall. It's it's very difficult for me to imagine that it's going to go all that well if they do go to the Big Ten. SEC, I think it would be much smoother. Just my opinion. Um, before we go into segment two, real quick, I want you to think back to a time when you took a road trip to see a sporting event. It doesn't have to be Florida State. It could be anything. It could be a baseball game. It could be a pro football game. It could be anything. Or if you ever have, maybe you didn't. But where would you like to go? Because that's what it would be like if they were in the Big Ten constantly for any sport. You would, you know, if you could be a baseball game or whatever, you went to see the Brewers play because you got an uncle in Wisconsin. Think about that for yourself and for student athletes. That's a big ask. So something to think about. It's not an easy, not an easy thing to do. All right. Passion, drive, and patience. eBay Motors. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. For superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether into power, speed, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts, that's a lot. For your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that W. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit available to U.S. customers. As we start segment two, I want you to think a little bit about what it's like to be a coach or a player on a rivalry Saturday or Tuesday. If it's ACC basketball, Florida State, North Carolina, Florida State, Miami, uh, Georgia Tech goes and plays Wake Forest, top 25 basketball matchup, whatever what sport, whatever day of the week. Those are fun. Their teams, their rivalries, you know the mascots, you know the arenas, all of that in one simple format because it's your league. It's your league. As a fan, as a player, as a coach, as a parent, as a supporter in any way, shape, or form, somebody that works in the athletic administration at Florida State, you're used to the Atlantic Coast Conference. Is that about to die, and is that a really bad thing? To me, I don't think you can answer that wholeheartedly because each person is different. I will start with that. But I also think if I had to take a poll, albeit privately, because it's a very touchy situation, and I went around and asked everybody at Florida State that I came in contact with, would you rather stay in the conference if things could work out financially or would you rather ride or die somewhere else? I think most, I'd go 70% would rather just kind of stay where they're at. Some would be intrigued by the Big Ten, but I think that'd be like a 3%. SEC, give or take 25% is what, what I would guess. That's, that's my take. 
But the reasons for it are all the familiarities. As humans, we generally do not like change a lot. We like little snippets of it, but wholehearted, just cash in everything we got and change to something else. Generally not what people do well. They're not comfortable. They like the same patterns, at least similarly, at least similarly to what they've always done. Now, that doesn't mean they won't try some different things. You know, you get a different meal or something, but you're basically changing your job when you change conferences. Even if your desk is in the same spot, even if you're the same player coming back the next year, travel's different. Where you study at, how you set up your schedule every single day because of all the plane rides would change. Even if it's the SEC, it would change some because, like, you got to go to Texas for Texas A&M. You got to go to Missouri to play the Missouri Tigers. It's a widespread conference there, too. So there's some Midwest. I mean, Kentucky's right next to Indiana. There's some, there's some pretty vast stretches there. You're not going to have an easy time of it. So with rivalries, Florida State, obviously, in Miami, the football rivalry, that's self-explanatory. NC State and Florida State have had great football games. Clemson, Florida State, the one they just had, been a series of those for a long time. Back to the Bowden dynasty, et cetera. That's hard to give up. For me, especially. I'll just talk about that for a second. I grew up watching that stuff. Florida State, Miami. I'd like to write a book about that series. That's how much I like the series. Florida State, Clemson. It's been peaks and valleys for both of them. But it's a really unique series. Florida State just flipped it back. They'd lost, what, six, seven in a row? They go into Death Valley and win. That's how you do it. You've got to go in there and beat the team that's beat you. Head-to-head, they found a way to get it done. I'm not sure how much I like the rivalries like that going away, but there is a flip side. Florida State playing at Michigan. Ohio State coming to Florida State. Or Tennessee in Florida State. Maybe it's Florida State and Georgia. I mean, that's natural. They recruit against each other constantly. Florida State, Georgia could become one of the biggest rivalries in college football if the Knowles entered the SEC. Something to think about. What about Florida State, Alabama? Auburn. Florida State and Auburn have recruited against each other forever because Auburn is on the very eastern edge of the state of Alabama, and it's not that far up. It's three-hour drive, something like that, from Florida State to, to Auburn, maybe. That's an opportunity. There are a lot of neat things to think about. And then, of course, the I-10 They'll probably have some phrase for it if they join the SEC. The war on I-10 or the I-10 something, because it's I-10 all the way down to Baton Rouge pretty much, and then just before you get on I-12. But there's a lot of opportunities for neat rivalries that could be gained. I would be in favor of all those, but at the same time, I'm not sure that everybody's on board with it because of the logistics and because of just their passion for the rivalries that they were a part of, former players, etc. It doesn't mean there can't be something else. I'm not saying that. But at the same time, Florida State would be starting over in a sense. How would your out-of-conference work? Would you be able to still play some of those games? Like if, for instance, let's say it's Florida State, Clemson, and North Carolina that leave. And I, I have no idea. Would Florida State still play Florida and Miami if they're in the SEC? I mean, you're you're probably going to, some way, shape, or form, they're going to try to force the Florida State-Florida rivalry forever. And I get it. But what about Miami? That's a tough road to go, adding Miami to an SEC slate, but maybe they would. 
These are the kinds of things you have to think about overall, not just for football, but for each individual sport. And I get it. Basketball and football drive the money bus. It's not a debate. But that's a real thing to think about because to be really truthful, it's not fair to all the athletes involved in any way, shape, or form, let alone the coaches and staffs, to just jump ship because of the money. In my opinion, society chases money too often to begin with. This could be a be careful for what you ask for. The SEC, I think, has a much higher chance to be successful, but at the same time, it's not, quote, unquote, a lock. And even though the money up front could be good, are you going to fit in the way you really think you are? And how would you project that? So the money is going to be there. I get it. But that that comes into another point that, that I want to talk about in segment three. Um, and that's coaching and then the fans, because they're the ones that drive the money, too. We're going to talk about that in segment three. But first, please note that, again, on Fridays from 11 to 1, College Football Kickoff Live, that is going to be every single Friday, 11 to 1. It's a live show on the YouTube channels, this one included, here at Locked on Seminoles. You can check it out. You can have a good time finding out about all the games of the Atlantic Coast Conference, the SEC Big Ten, because the hosts from all the shows across the Locked on Network come on, give their information about injuries, the big rivalry, how their quarterbacks playing, key matchups, all the little things that go on with the big games right here on the Locked On Network. So again, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., that is where it's going to be. And if you can't catch it live, that's cool. It will be downloaded. You can see it on YouTube. Here's the other thing. If you're really interested here as we start segment three, how does money work? One of the keys on whether a booster donates, whether a big donor in the world of advertising, meaning like a bank, car company, insurance, those are three primaries. They're going to be like, if we're spending our money here, what fan bases are involved? So obviously Big Ten SEC is pretty easy. Either one of them is a winner. No doubt about it. Which one does Florida State fit in with? And as it relates to it, how would that help attract coaches? This is what I mean. Those advertisers and those boosters, whether we want to hear it or not, they run college football. They do. They run it. Without that money, the coaches don't come. They don't stay. They go to the NFL. The money in college coaching has gotten crazy. But it's similar in basketball. And it even in some like women's sports, like in some basketball schools, like South Carolina, Connecticut, Tennessee, LSU, Notre Dame, different places have started to pay higher for that too. You need that revenue coming in. So it works hand in hand. Is Florida State positioned if they jump into the Southeastern Conference, I'll use that one first, to be good at sports other than football, basketball, baseball. I don't know enough about it to truly answer that. I'm just asking if people want to comment, go ahead. Uh, Again, I'm open-ended on it. I don't know the best answer to that. But those are things that athletic departments and the booster clubs, the presidents, all of the people involved that are thinking about leaving a conference, not just ACC members, if you're thinking about leaving it, you got to think about the totality. It's huge. In my opinion, that is a daunting task. Really daunting. It's not a natural transition for everybody, yet you're responsible as like the president, for instance, of a major institution 
for every person, every person, how it's going to impact their life. And I mean, obviously, student athletes come first, but administration, the people that drive the buses, the people in the lunchroom, everything, it impacts because salaries change, where people are, when they're there, all of that is impacted. And that just comes back down to the coaching thing that I want to get into. How well will Florida State be able to attract coaches? We could use football as an example. Long term, if they go into the SEC, is that good or bad? And what I mean by that is you would, first you would think, right, this is, this is easy. But not everybody wants to deal with the SEC. It's a different kind of animal, especially with recruiting. It's, it's dirty pool down there. And I'm not saying Florida State hasn't been around some of that, but like in the SEC, anything goes. Do they really want to be a part of that every single day of every single year? And it goes across multiple sports. This isn't just a football deal. Then you also have the fans. The Florida State fans, and I, I have no idea, do they really want the SEC? I really want you to comment about that. I'm curious. It's not that the football games won't be fun and all that, but if there was any stretch, let's just say a five- to eight-year stretch, kind of like Florida State just went through recently, but with better rosters, you're going seven and five to nine and three. Would you be okay with that? ACC is a lot easier. It's not even competitive. Year in, year out, SEC is better. Would you be okay with that? Because they could have a really good team and lose three games by three points or less and still be ranked in the top 15, but you're not going to a major bowl. SEC is hard. So then on the other side of that, though, when you do have that year where you win the close games, is it worth it? to get over the top and be at the top of the top conference. A lot of ways to look at that. And I'm not sure there's one answer, but at the same time, I think it's going to be fun to find out because my guess is within five years, they're, they're out the door. And if you listen to the chatter, they're out this, this fall, but I still got to see it to believe it. And I'm, I'm curious how that's going to work. So again, I'm not trying to get into all the economics and all that with the contracts and the grant of rights, but, that's what it's about, and that's just not my my cup of tea, so I'm, I'm not going to really dive into it. But anyway, I just wanted to give my take on some of the conference realignment stuff with the ACC, Big Ten, SEC, Florida State, and from a personal perspective. And I hope I broadened your view on how it works in regards to how people have to look at it that make those decisions because it's not just about the football team. It's not just about Norvell or any of the main sport. It's the totality of the institution. For each of them, for each of them, North Carolina, for Clemson, et cetera, that might leave. This is a big box, very serious and very difficult situation. So with that, um, I thank you folks very much. I look forward to kind of getting back on track with some Virginia Tech stuff coming up pretty soon. But everybody have a great day. Thank you very much and God bless.